Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's show, we've got a lot of stuff to cover, uh, dealing with what's happening on our university campuses, uh, as well as uh, discrimination and how it's playing out in impacting students in school who want to just express their beliefs and not be punished for it. We're going to talk about a number of case matters that we're dealing with and help me do that this morning. We're very pri- uh, privileged to have with us as our special guest, uh, Craig Hawkins. Craig, uh, welcome to the show. Brad, great to be here. Always good to be with you guys. PJI, I just, I'm delighted for to have this time today. Yeah, well, I, I know, first off, uh, you're not new to, uh, to, to, to cameras and TV cameras because you have your own show here on his channel that you've done bef- uh, in the past. And, uh, and uh, when, when does that air? Yes, on Wednesdays from 1 to 2, I do one of the segments of today's Bible question. So Wednesdays, 1 to 2, of course, they can 24-7, 365, text their questions, and then we attempt to answer them. And so uh, I really enjoy that. We get great questions. It's a lot of fun to interact with people's questions, comments. Excellent, excellent. Well, also, I know that you are a professor uh, for quite some time, 35 years at Trinity Law School. Yeah, they're trying to find a way to get rid of me, but they just have not found it yet. So I, I've, I've survived longer than anybody, 35 years. And I teach an area of law and ethics and culture and a number of the dynamics. I also teach jurisprudence, philosophy of law, human rights, and related matters. So, again, I'm really excited about what we'll be talking about today. Yeah, because there's, there's so much going on, and it involved not only the law, but also principles, ethics, uh, from, you know, domestically, internationally. So I think we're going to have some great conversations, particularly when we talk about Israel. I can hardly wait to find out uh, some of your thoughts and opinions about that uh, as we move on. Well, yeah, and Brad, some things that we're going to be talking about, the law and about uh, legal, civil, human rights, really, uh, but we want to teach parents and, and kids how they can argue these things. Not just quote the Bible. We believe in the Bible. I believe the Bible is the word of God. But I don't, just don't have to give you biblical arguments because the, the principal or teacher or student may say, well, I don't believe the Bible. I want to give them all kinds of tangible ways, arguments, ways to present these issues that it's hard to argue with if you're going to be a reasonable and fair, a fair-minded person. If right. you're going to be reasonable and fair-minded, they really end up over a barrel. But uh, unfortunately, our young people, who are the recipients of a lot of this backlash, they're mm-hmm. just not being taught, I believe, overall, how to interact with uh, these ideas of, well, hey, Su- Susie's transgender or what have you, or, or <laughs> Sammy now, what have you. I mean, wh- what are you, a bigot? Why are you so mean? Why are you Christians? You can't accept people when they believe that they're, they're trapped in a body that's not really theirs. They're, they're cisgender. The way they're born is not really who they are. Why can't you accept that? Uh, I'm going to give some people a way to talk about these ideas. Okay, that, that's going to be good. My response is because of truth. Truth is, that's not who they, you know. But that, that, I think you have a smoother approach that will be very helpful, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
a boy in Idaho, uh, it comes time to, for graduation, I guess, and he simply expressed his opinion about transgenderism, that I guess he's basically said uh, a, a, a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. And because he said that, he was punished? What, what, what happened? Well, there it's not like he was calling them names, being mean, uh, uh, cussing at them or something. He simply expressed, as I understand it, his viewpoint that you're male or female, and that's really the way God, in essence, made, has made us. And, and he's not buying into the transgender, and people can change their gender and, and tra- transition, all this stuff. And, and he's been penalized for this, extremely so. The irony is, Brad, liberals often say... We just want a place at the table. We just want to be able to represent our views. Well, they've had that. They have that. Now no, they want us off the table. <laughs> they, they don't want us to be allowed to share our views. Even when we do it respectfully or civilly, it's seen as just disagreeing is, is like a hate crime. Right. Right. That's what we see all the time growing across America. We at Pacific Justice Institute, uh, and our cases are growing partly because of this, this ideology, this cultic leftist cultic ideology that you have to agree with them or you shall be vilified silenced and destroyed uh with a smile on their face you know it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah Nietzsche it, with a happy face someone has said yeah it, it's it's so shocking to see that actually permeating our society now this young boy uh, I know that uh, we at PJI you know are stepping up in his defense uh, we're also defending a bus driver who in Idaho is, who has heard about this, and there was a rally for this boy because he was punished. He was told, no, you can't attend the graduation. You're, you can't speak. Um, and so they had like a, a rally, separate rally for him. This bus driver, on his own time, not during his work hours, just simply attended the rally. He was there standing in the back, watching it, attending it. Someone in the faculty administration saw that he was there. They fired him. Just because he attended a rally on his own time in support of a teenage boy who was being silenced and whose First Amendment rights were being violated because he has a Christian biblical worldview. That, that's where we're at. And this is Idaho, Craig. Idaho. <laughs> People are thinking, you know, I, I must have gotten my notes mixed up here. But no, it's, it's not San Francisco or New York or Oregon or Washington. This is Idaho. This is supposed to be supposedly a safe state. I'm going to have to get my potatoes from somewhere else. <laughs> so, so let's talk about this, but let's talk about the underlying arguments. I'm going to argue we, we could talk about a number of cases, a number of issues, and rightly so. But there's, a, there's an underlying philosophy or presuppositions that are going on. And here's the idea. And it's been well represented. There's people like Carl, a guy named Carl Truman written a book called Strange New World and how there's this not just sexual revolution but revolution in identity. So let me just see, Brad, if this comes across straight enough. And that, that is this. The view today is you don't discover who you are. There's not a God who made you, or if God did make you, but he didn't make you male or female. That's seen as, that's seen as racist and a hate crime right there, just saying that. God made you either male or female. Oh, you can't say that. No. Well, then you can't quote scripture. 
well, no, that's, it's, that's Bible, where we are. I mean, that's what the Bible where says. where people so, are getting in trouble. Yeah. Up in Canada, that is the case. You can get fined or jail time for doing that. Even lovingly saying, look, I, I want to tell you, my friend, this is how God made you. You're not saying, oh, you know, turn to burn and you know, let him have it. Um, but what, what the argument is, God didn't make you. You don't discover how he made you. You invent yourself. Your identity, your ID is based on who you think you are, who you feel you are. We'll come back to that, especially for kids, what happens when they change. Monday, I feel like a female. Tuesdays, I feel like a male. Wednesday, I'm not sure, you know, what have you. But so the idea is whatever I identify with, you, you do you. You be you. You do whatever floats your boat. So whatever you feel you are, you identify as you are. So, I mean, literally a person can park themselves in a garage and say they're a car and they want us to call them a car. And so that's what's going on here. The idea is, so somebody claims to be something and how dare you disagree with them? How dare you insult them? Now, it used to be using a DSM manual that we'd use for diagnosing mental issues and all that. We'd say somebody comes in and wants to chop off a perfectly good arm. There's something wrong with that. But, Brad, what, what happens? And I, I, my students, a lot of them at the law school have bought into this type of stuff. So I have to role play this stuff for them. And I, I tell them, look, I'm actually, I'm actually a colored person. I'm actually a female. I'm, I, I identify as a female. And my pronouns are, are, are her and she and what have you. And I'm going to be applying for your scholarships. And then I ask him, is that okay? I'm, I'm going to apply for your athletic scholarships in areas that I can play sports decently or academically. And that they look at me like, You're, you can't do that. I said, are you a bigot? Are you insulting me? I identify as a person of color, indeed a female person of color. Are, are you telling me I'm... I'm I'm, I'm, well, you're, you're hurting me. This, this is harmful. I, I'm going to have to sue you. This is a hate crime. You're really devastating me. I'm going to need serious couch time counseling for this. So, that, so it's because someone perceives their, hypothetically, their race different than what they are. That could be the well, same, same, same logic. Precisely. Here. But what, what, so look, I, I'm older, but I still actually work out, lift weights, and do stuff. And so I've decided I'm actually a 10 year old. Uh, so I identify as a 10-year-old, and I'm going to go play football, tackle football, with your kids who are maximum 12 years old. Because I'm a 10-year-old, so i got two more years to play. So physically, I'm going to go off on your kids. And who are you to tell me that well, you can't do that? I identify as a 10-year-old. That's my wife. She'd probably agree. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm a 10-year-old. Are you saying I'm wrong? See, there's no objective standards. There's no quote-unquote right or wrong in the sense of objectively. It's what I feel. It's what I think. You know, for example, uh, a classic here, which I'd like to address, which goes right along with what you said, is Riley Gaines. Now, Riley uh, is someone who, uh, she was uh, a swimmer, right? Yeah, she's a swimmer. Okay, and she was competing, and she was, you know, worked all her life to be able to, uh, to be able to compete effectively and and uh, she was, you know, tops. And then this biological male who you look at him, his face, his Adam's apple. But now Leah his, Thomas, Leah Thomas. Oh, now, oh, Leah Thomas, right. <laughs> you, know, Mr., you know, this guy, you look at him, you say, that's a man. He has the shoulders of a man. He has the muscles of a man. Men have a different muscle skeletal structure, and unquestionably. And testosterone levels are still higher. Oh, even 10 the- times the testosterone of women. And testosterone is really valuable for athletes in competition. 
men out there. You see these commercials on TV, you know, be the man you can be and, and, uh, and lift more and be more muscular. Uh, and you know, what, you know what it's all about? It's buying these supplements that are just to increase testosterone yes. so they can lift more weights and be more, more muscular. Well, that same testosterone gives athletes, in a natural sense, a clear advantage over women. So men have a clear advantage over women because of that. And yet, uh, and yet this gentleman, this man says, I feel like I'm a woman. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, that he really does have dysphoria. It's a mental condition. Uh-huh. Let's assume he's saying he's, he's being straight. He has a mental condition. He still has the body of a male. He still has the advantage of a male. And they allowed him to compete and swimming competitions, I guess, along with Riley Gaines, uh, which, uh, which was so totally taking the mat, mat out from under her after spending all this time developing as a swimmer. What say you? So exactly. So he goes from, he's like 464th or whatever ranked as a male. All of a sudden, he's top dog as a female and is just beating everybody hands down. And you have someone like Riley Gaines and others who've trained their whole lives literally have been dedicated to getting up like almost every morning early, going and swimming, then after school as well. They have invested all this time to compete at a collegiate level and or Olympic level. And then to have somebody who comes in who says, well, I identify as a female and, and is just cleaning their clocks. Yeah. Well, folks, when we ter- return, we're going to talk about how lack of logic and reasoning is not only impacting our children, victimizing them, but also impacting universities across the country. We return after this. Did you know that PJI's Church Finds Its Voice initiative is a huge success and coming alongside pastors to encourage them to get all their congregants registered to vote and then to vote biblically in every election for candidates that share the Christian worldview and commit to serve their constituents with that mindset. We communicate regularly with over 3,000 pastors, and we do it all free of charge. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Welcome back. Craig, if you express your opinion differently... You're vilified, you're silenced, you're destroyed, you lose your job, you're, you're booted out of college. I mean, it is, it is so uh, prevalent, so rampant in our society, even in stores. Uh, they, you know, they like target openly, flagrantly pushing it out. Now, fortunately, the consumers, it was a sort of a little bit of a test of the character of Americans, and especially Christians um, in America. Uh, fortunately, a good number of them are hold their faith dear and decide I'm not going to do business with Target. I don't do business with Target. Uh, I won't. Um, another you know, example which I saw recently uh, where the consumer has spoken up is dealing with the Marvel movies. They recently have started movie after movie bringing in LGBTQ garbage. You know, and new characters, they just invent them so they can bring in an LGBTQ person to push this, this stuff on kids and young people. Well, Guess what? Uh, consumers are saying, no, I'm not going to waste my time to, for your, your propaganda that's insulting to me as a, as a consumer, as a viewer, uh, that you think you could just simply use this as a tool to, to push your agenda um, without even letting me know ahead of time that's what, that's what it is. So 
uh, they're, they're p- paying a price. And I think as our society deals with these issues um, and they try to silence people of faith, we at the very least need to vote with our pocketbook and not reward it in any way, shape, or form. Well, I agree, and that's why, again, I'm saying, unsolicited on, from your behalf, that's why PJI, what you do is so vital, so important. We need people championing this, speaking out about it, speaking as you do at churches, but also in the courtroom, uh, litigating, saying, no, we're not, no, you're violating our rights, you're cramming this down our throat, we have a right to respectfully, civilly disagree, and that's why what PGAI, not just in this area, many other areas, but is invaluable. I, I can't put a price tag on it, how important it is. As someone who teaches at a law school and teaches future attorneys, I just see the incredible value of what you guys do and, mm-hmm. and, and championing this for those who, who dare to speak up. And that's why, again, on the other front, I want to see us training our kids, not just when they're in college, but in grade school junior high, high school, talking about this. So we had friends, if I can do this one. We had friends. This guy was very popular, was like captain of the water polo team, very athletic, very gregarious, very intelligent. Somebody came out, and uh, they noticed that uh, our friend's daughter didn't quite, wasn't euphoric and ecstatic over it. She didn't say anything. She didn't hit up on the person and call them names or, you know, I can't believe you, you believe that, you're doing that. She just wasn't as um, accept. Uh, no, it's not even accepting. She just wasn't as enthusiastic about it. Some of them noticed that, and they started quizzing her, and then she found out she was a Christian, and she didn't really believe it was biblical. It was right. She was totally ostracized, Brad. She, she, quit, she actually dropped out of that high school, went to a continuation high school, because she hated the high school she was going to because she was so discriminated against. So in the name of freedom and free speech and uh, letting people live and let live and do their thing, yeah. she was totally ostracized, so much right. so that she actually left that high school. Yeah, she's not alone. Uh, there's a reason, that's one of the reasons, I believe, why so many people are leaving the government schools, the public schools, and are doing homeschooling. Homeschooling is the fastest growing form of education in the United States today. More than growing faster than public schools, which are actually shrinking, um, and even growing faster than, than private schools uh, who have waiting lists. And, uh, but I, I, we see this happening, um, and we have to call it out. You know, we at Pacific Justice Institute are also de- dealing with this in the work sense. Uh, we're dealing with uh, a Korean-owned... Uh, business. It's actually a, a, a Korean uh, spa, and uh, Korean spas are the kind where, you know, the men are over here, the women are over here. Neither the two shall meet because Korean spas, you don't wear any clothes, and it's Christian-owned. That's part of the culture, and so it's a woman's Korean spa. A man comes in, Craig, and he says, "Hey, um, I want to go in the spa." They said, "No, this is just for women." He goes, "Hey, I see myself as a woman." They say, no, we know you're not a woman, uh, and we have mothers and their teenage daughters and young daughters in there now. Absolutely not. He walks out. He calls the Washington State Human Rights Commission. Now, this is a George Orwell, where they call it one thing, but it really means the opposite. It's not human rights. It's, a, it's, it's oppressive uh, commission, you know, oppressing and silencing and uh, commission. So this commission files a lawsuit against this Christian-owned Korean women's spa. And we at Pacific Justice Institute have stepped up and we're defending the spa from being completely shut down and closed because they, in good conscience, 
as Christians, as just decent human beings, cannot allow a man to go into the woman's spa where he will be completely naked in front of women and their teenage daughters that are naked the whole time without any consent from the mothers, their daughters. Uh, he's going to be there. And what's interesting, people say, well, he sees himself as a woman, so therefore he thinks like a woman. No, 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 no. The majority, overwhelming majority of men who see themselves as a woman are still sexually attracted and turned on by women. So that complicates it even more uh, in terms of what he's going to be getting out of it, even if he sees himself as a woman. It's a, a clearly out, an outrage, and we at PGI are taking on these cases, Craig, all over the country. And, and Brad, somebody has to, and that's why I'm so glad you're there. Again, I teach at Trinity Law School. I take a class over to Cambodia. We'll be going again this January. But we've gone to Thailand, Vietnam, and, and the whole area. And human trafficking is very prevalent. Young boys and little girls, as young as five years old. And so people tell me, well, you know, whatever society does, it's okay. I say, come with me and see this. And you tell me it's okay to prostitute a five-year-old, a five-year-old child. Mm. And Brad, I don't mm. mean it's, uh, it's happened once out of uh, millions of times. I mean, this is on a fairly normal basis. And so people say, well, whatever floats someone's boat, boat. No. There is, we all have a conscience. We know there's basic human dignity and respect. And some things are out of bounds. Well, we also know that psychologically there are ramifications for, for this. When you have a, a young child that's sexually molested, Statistically, and looking at the, the studies, there is a cost to yes. that child in terms of uh, a healthy development. They don't have a healthy development. They have issues that pervade throughout their adulthood, yes. even after counseling. Yes. So it, there is a cost because there is truth, and we need to be able to look objectively at truth. Same with same-sex couples uh, adopting versus uh, a man and a woman. Yes. Studies show clearly a child raised by a mom and a dad will have a lower school dropout rate, lower drug abuse, um, lower teenage pregnancy rate, less likely to engage in homosexual activity um, versus a child that's adopted by a homosexual couple. It was a study out of the University of Texas, peer-reviewed over and over again. This is fact, and yet we put the welfare of children on the line for the sake of delusional uh, pacifism of... Uh, a, a leftist ideology, cultic, cultic viewpoint. And, the, and, and purposely trying to break down the traditional family. Even Black Lives Matter was very specific about that. Right. Oh, they evil, to evil organization. The demise of the traditional family. But speaking of families and kids, at least one more time I want to return to this. So you're listening and you go, I've got a 12-year-old, I've got a 14-year-old, and they're saying to a, <coughs> excuse me, they're saying to my, my, my spouse and I, uh, why are we mean? Why? I, I'm told I'm mean. I'm intolerant. I'm not loving. I'm not caring because I don't. I don't affirm someone being transgender or uh, cross-dressing or whatever the case may be. And this is a great opportunity to, yeah, quote the Bible, sure. But but and and I'm a big believer in the Bible, so it's ironic that I'm saying this. Yes, the Bible. But for those who don't, and then explain to your kids the examples we've used. What if someone were to come into a doctor and want perfectly good hands cut off? And, but they, they, they say, I want this because I, I will feel I would only be whole. I will only be who I all I can be and who I truly am meant to be if my hands are removed. It's, so it's not that, that we're trying to be insensitive to these people and we're not trying to be caring, but it's because we are caring. We go, no, that's not healthy. 
Yeah. There's something wrong here. Right. The studies bear it out. People, Brad, I, People I know... People have their arms cut off are not going to be as happy and live long, healthy lives as people who don't have their arms These cut young, off. Yes. And instead, they need counseling yes. to deal with the mental issue because no one is born in their brain with a bunch of, of cells that predetermine them to, be, to have this, this condition. This is experiential, it's environmental, and it's some, it needs to be addressed with counseling. And yet we have places like states like California that actually ban Yes. That counseling. Yes. That's how sick Governor Gavin Newsom yes. is and the majority occupying the state house and state senate in the state of California. Uh, New Jersey, Oregon, uh, other states, predominantly blue states, have actually made counseling for people with gender identity dysphoria for purposes to help them resolve the dysphoria. They've actually made it illegal. That is sick. It's sadistic. And it's so inhumane as a matter of just, just human decency. Uh, and folks, if you are someone out, if you're someone or you know of someone who needs representation, I encourage you, please don't hesitate to contact us at PJI. Also, you can get our, our free newsletter on our website as well at pji.org. That's pji.org. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at pji.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember, it's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.